He sounds like he's on like an actual yeah. radio station. <laughs> we sound like we're in a bathroom. Yeah. At yeah. Uh, you know, wherever some stadium somewhere. Yeah, but. exactly. To Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. I'm one of the two co-hosts, Matt, and with me on this uh, somewhat spring-feeling day yeah. is my other co-host, David. Howdy. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, it's a little bit... It's actually the, the seasons are starting to turn a little bit, so we're... Thank God. Yeah, thank thank the good Lord there, but... Uh, yeah, things are going are going well. The last couple of days we had some nice weather, and um, now we're we're just ready. We're sitting here. I've got a a, a fiddlesticks uh, from Harmony that I'm sipping on. It's a nice little uh, IPA, um, you know, easy drinking kind of thing. Um, I like it. Good lo- local beer. A um, classic. But from, yeah, a classic from Harmony. So, how about you? What do you got? Just about to finish. Um, Black Rocks Brewing. Uh, Marquette, Michigan, so up up north. Starman Pale Ale, perfect, perfect beer for this podcast. It is the coolest can, for wonder, sure. Yeah, I wonder if they because they made that beer before Starman was actually a thing. They did. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yep. It, yeah. uh I looked to see on the side if it had anything to do with directly with Falcon Heavy. It just says take an adventurous exploration on a classic pale ale style. Yeah, it's a really good beer too. But it has an astronaut on the front, and it's cool. We'll post a picture on Instagram. We've started to do that of uh, of the beers we're featuring. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Tasty One comes in at, I don't know, 5.5%. So. Yeah, I think the Fiddlesticks is like, I want to say like 6. 6.5 six like or 6.5 yeah. or 6.6, whatever. Yeah. But it's it's very, very good. Yeah, no, it's just kind of one of those beers you just, you know, sit on. I like it during the summertime. It's a good beer for the summer. It um, is. But, yeah, nice, easy drinking, you know, good hanging out, sipping on a, you know, hot day, cold day, whatever, that type of beer, but... Yeah, and uh, Harmony, if you're ever in Grand Rapids, has some of the best pizza in town, too, so... Oh, yeah. It's a fun spot. We went to Jets, though, tonight. We did. We, we, uh... Other end of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, we (laughs) Not that, not as quality, but... It's good. Style. Last time I had it, it was pretty good. This was this was okay. This wasn't like up to par with last time, but um, yeah, it, I can It it, it kind of reminded me of a Little Caesars uh, hot and ready. It did. We had it did. Harmony <laughs> but, is yeah. very like artisan, um, wood fired, good quality ingredients. Jets is just your classic. Put a bunch of cheese on there. Yeah. Just slap on as yep. many toppings as you want and call it good. Yeah. Yep, they, um... None of this wood-fired... No. <laughs> wood fire with, you know, I'm, I'm guessing the, the pepperoni we had, I'm guessing, was fresh. I'm not going to dispute that, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, they both, I mean, that's kind of one of those places you go and you're like, shit, we need a pizza yeah. in 10 minutes, so let's go to Jets. Yep. <laughs> so, but that was pretty good. It was good. Yeah. Yep, so we, uh, we have some... Interesting, kind of an interesting structure for this one today. 
we have an, yet another interview, and it was a fantastic interview, actually, because it was the first where we actually interviewed someone that was beyond our friend group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, like, somebody who, who, we, who we actually didn't know, and we were actually interviewing um, yeah. and asking them questions, and it was great. Yeah. Um, so his name was Brady Keniston. Uh, he's a photographer who shot probably what will go down as like one of the most famous Falcon Heavy inaugural fa- Falcon Heavy launch photos. Yeah, I think the photo, the uh, photo. I and I mentioned you know that to him uh, when when we spoke to him. But yeah, it was uh, it was good. We you know you basically reached out to him and yep. he was uh, nice enough to say yeah yeah well I'll do an interview with you. So. Um, Super, super cool dude. Um, has his own photography thing going, and um, and started out, um, you know, with more uh, wedding photography and all that, and then sort of sparked. Uh, he got an opportunity to go to uh, take a photo of a, a launch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a handful of years ago, maybe or not too yeah. long ago, maybe a few years ago. I think he said two years ago. Yeah, and um, ended up being something he kind of rolled with and. So um, he he's loving it now. It's his his big thing is weddings and uh, rocket launch photography. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 pretty cool what he's doing, and he's got we we you know talk about his you know basically just his whole journey to get to where he is and how how he's able to get that uh, image and um, all that kind of stuff. So very interesting and cool person to talk to down to earth. So. Yep. Yeah, fellow Michigander, as uh, you'll hear in the interview. That will take place following the break. So the beginning part of this episode, really, we're just gonna kind of, kind of just shoot the breeze, talk mm-hmm. about um, some updates for the podcast, things that we want to do, things that we've noticed that we like or that we don't like. We want to adjust as we're you know six or seven months in now. Yep. Um, so, but Brady, um, big shout out to him, and uh, the following the break, catch that interview. But, yeah, definitely. One thing you'll notice about the interview, as a preface, is that um, our his microphone sounds fantastic. Like literally, your ears will be joyful because when you, when he's talking, they might not be as joyful when we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> yeah, we have um, we have a, a pretty small microphone that we use for the podcast, and it has been great. Um, and overall, I'd say it's very good. Oh yeah, it's it's, um, it's done the job. You yeah, know, for what we're doing. But. It, the brand is Samson. It's a it's a reputable microphone brand. They make high end stuff. This is uh, actually I've had it for a while, but I think it is marketed to um, almost like pretty entry level audio recording as far as even stuff for like I don't know. Has this clip that it has on it is actually to clip onto your computer. Almost like a webcam microphone type yeah, thing, yeah. but it, it is you know it has a cardioid function. It ha- we use the the Omni function to get the full room, yeah. So that when we're interviewing somebody here locally, we can all kind of get our voice into the mic. But it is a USB microphone, and we are super naive on mics. Both of us, David and I, are both like have no experience with it. So it has done us just fine, but um, we've seen some short falls with it, and the interview is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, we just, it sounds like we're talking really loud, and he's his he has an awesome mic. Um, he's got the full setup, basically like 
right when we had him on because we were talking to him, talking to him through Skype, and uh, we had him on, and he, you could see his whole setup. It's pretty sweet, but and it, immediately I was like, we need to get his setup. Yeah. That's what we need. But um, so eventually we probably will do something like that. But um, just as a heads up, yeah, it does. You know, we, it sounds like we're in a cave of some, you know, yeah. or something <laughs> like that. But it was yeah. essentially a situation where the USB microphone had a little bit too much power going to it, so the sensitivity was really high, and so um, we know. I noticed that when we were doing the interview, like the waveform on the audio recording was pretty big, like our voices. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, are we audible? Yes. Is it really that bad? No. Yeah. From from our perspective, as like we're producing this, it was like, oh man, that's that sucks, but. It's not like it's clipping the whole time. In contrast with Brady's mic, yeah. the back and forth, it's like... He sounds like he's on like an actual yeah. radio station. <laughs> we sound like we're in a bathroom yeah. at, yeah. Uh, you know, wherever, some stadium somewhere. Yeah, yeah but, exactly. Um, so so it, it's kind of comical. Um, but really what's most important is Brady's, Brady's audio because yeah. he's the one we were... Inter- he's the interviewee and he's the more important person in, the, in that three-way conversation. So, the fact that his audio came through crystal clear is was fantastic, and yeah. re- we're really fortunate that he is not naive with audio stuff yeah. because he he had it set up good. But that actually leads us into our our point. So we've been talking for a while about upgrading mics, probably for like three. three Since months. like episode two, basically. Yeah, re- yeah, really. <laughs> so, and it's not that, it, and not that the current mic has like been like limiting us. It's not not a situation where it's holding us back it's yeah. just we want it to sound as good as it can for for our own purposes yeah just and because for, it's fun yeah and for the general listener you know it, yeah. it's, i think it's more pleasant experience yeah it's but, a production value know, thing but and i think uh especially for us right now like we're just still even you know getting getting our feet wet really with doing all this and um you know even Still, I mean, I, th- I think it's going to be, it'll be a little bit, maybe a few more episodes yeah. and we might get ourselves a little bit better set up, but just as a... Yeah, as a, as a podcast yeah. update, just to let you all know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have some in mind. I've actually reached out to a, um, a podcast that I listen to and the host of that podcast, which, it's a pretty big podcast, I'm actually surprised he responded to me. He, he was really helpful with some suggestions. Yeah. He kind of yeah. said like... Okay, so the what you have now is one microphone that's set in the Omni mode to record everybody. What you want is two. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, how far are you sitting, like, in the same room? Or is there, like, a wall between you? And I said, no, we're right next to each other, um, right across. And he said, okay, you need this kind then. You need this dynamic cardioid mic. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you could run into issues. So put all that information together, get, got a suggestion, found out that it was actually relatively, I mean, it's expensive, but it's reasonable. It's pretty, it's, I mean, it was in the range of like, okay, we can save yeah. up a few months for this and yeah. and get this equipment. And they sell a package that has the boom stand and the pop filter and all that. So Thanks, Amazon. Yeah. They Amazon make, yeah. packages it for you. Yeah. So in a couple of months here, hopefully we'll be like, we'll, we'll be looking, legit. looking like, actual pros too too legit to quit at that point yeah Mm -hmm. um that'll be something to look forward to but um i think i think for what we have right now it's it's working out we just have a little a little glitch with uh and that's the thing with i think something like this where it's not a you know 
the more of an entry level mic. I think it maybe things like that are, and it maybe it's not meant for a you know something like we did or something. Yeah, you know, it's more prone to yeah, more prone to glitches like that. Um, yep. But, yeah, where some yeah. something weird. I don't know if it was an update with my computer, but when we plugged it in, uh, it just so happened that the sensitivity was set high. So yeah. Um, but it like I said, you'll you'll hear the interview and it sounds fine. All in all, it's good to go, and it, we're like we said, it's the best part about it is the fact that he had his mic that was awesome, and he sounds awesome on it, so it's cool. But um, yeah, he emailed think, it over, and yeah, I think, and he's a big deal. It's a big deal interview for us, so um, yeah, stay tuned at the end of the episode here. Um, get your listen on on that, um, but you know, it's it's gonna be. I don't know if you've gone on. Twitter um, uh, and go to Elon Musk's uh, Twitter feed, but he he actually that image that he took was retweeted by Elon Musk, so it, that was a big thing. And that, that's even that's why we learned about him. Yep. Um, so I think that's it's a big interview for us and um, and you know I think for him too. It's it's fun thing for us all to do. And it, at the end of the day, it was more or less us just shooting the breeze. A couple yeah. of guy, a few guys that you know like to talk about space stuff. So it was fun, but. Yeah, really, really fun. He uh, hopefully it will hope hopefully um, that experience and that we've got that one under our belt and we can continue to do interviews like that. Um, after seeing like how easy it was, we just reached out and yeah. he, re- he responded. So we'll we'd love to continue doing interviews. Uh, and it's not to say that we won't we'll stop doing interviews with friends and family and whoever because those are great too. It's fun to have somebody actually sitting at the table yeah. doing the interview uh, with us. But it was a unique experience doing it over a video conference. Yeah, um, and it had its, its own um, advantages too. Yep. Um, so that's kind of update on where we're at with with the microphones, with, with yeah, the that, pro setup, yeah, with the beer and the mics and all that kind of stuff. But and uh, we were saying, you know, maybe in um, three years we'll have our own studio in downtown Grand Rapids. We'll have a little sign out front of the studio say uh, Eclipse on Tap. Yep, Eclipse on Tap Studios. Yeah, and then uh, when you walk in, it'll have one yeah. of those like recording signs when it's lit or or. Honestly, the better thing would be is just have it holy shit dot space studios. <laughs> yes. Home of Eclipse on Tap. Yes. That's <laughs> Home of Eclipse yeah. on Tap. Yeah, and we'll have a bar when you walk in. So oh, yeah. you have taps. It'll be integrated. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The studio yeah. will be a bar, essentially. Yeah. And the bar stools would be actual meteorite chunks that mm-hmm. we sit on. No, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. We're, that'll oh, yeah. be that's my dream right there. Yep. Hey, 20, 20 years from now. In a few years or twenty years from now, yeah. you never know what could happen. We if we interviewed Neil Young on the next podcast, it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> I right. mean, we we probably never would have thought we would have gotten somebody yeah. somebody as cool as Brady to come on. That's so right. so um, it's been a lot of fun thus far. We have learned a lot about like audio stuff and recording stuff and space too like that's the most fun thing is when we talk about something we can really dig into it and learn a little bit more about that topic yeah well i mean that's that's what the the main thing is is it's forced me and you know you to and we're kind of we're excited about it yeah we're excited about the whole you know we went to the eclipse all that kind of stuff and then it actually forces you to kind of go in and dig into a few facts and like actually do some some studying on some stuff, um, and and that's that's a fun part for for me too. Um, yeah, kind of, I don't know, makes makes uh, 
other things in life kind of like makes them not as important and you can focus on studying on you know space and little little certain topics and pay attention to news that doesn't get covered as much you know that yeah kind of the, thing. the so, new the more being yeah. more conscious of the news has been a lot of fun because yeah. that's so. i've always been passionate about space but following the news is something and specifically the space news is not something that i can't i can't say i did that as actively as I'm doing now. No. And it's a lot of fun. It's it's cool to see. Like, just recently, we had the United Launch Alliance launch where they launched the um, the two weather satellites up. That that stuff is... I probably would have totally missed that if it wasn't for, uh, for having started this podcast and getting um, kind of in tune with with the space news yeah. industry, I guess. So that's That's kind of the thing I think of, like, you know what got me into this and what you know it's nature gets you into it and that's the right. thing it's like li- little or not little things but big things like the eclipse or whatever it is like spark the interest like nature draws you into the interest of, which i mean most people i think um i think would be in the same shoes as us like in that as far as the excitement goes and all that and the interest but i think uh I think that it sometimes it takes something big like that to kind of really spark that interest, you know. Yeah. Like I think maybe going to a launch, you know, like um, you know, like even for Brady going to this launch and 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 for, you know taking pictures of the Falcon Heavy. I think maybe that is going to be a launch pad for. I mean, <laughs> a launch pad. Yes. <laughs> to, for him in in the future to you know go to bigger and better and you know crazier launches and. You know, like the like the BFR and stuff like that. Yeah. You never know. He could be the guy that's there taking pictures for that kind of stuff. So, you know, I and who knows? We might be on top of the vehicle assembly building doing a podcast. Yeah. For the next manned mission, we don't know exactly. We just don't know. Or so. by the time the 2024 eclipse rolls around, we could be like official the official podcast of the 2024 yeah. eclipse. Yeah. The, I mean, you really don't the know. official podcast of the Great the, American Eclipse. Of, of the, yeah, the uh, Kennedy Space Center. That'd be badass. So you never yeah. know. We'll, we'll see. Well, that's what's fun about yeah. this. Is it's it's. Uh, we hope that you you've um, if you if you're a listener and you've you know listened to at least I guess maybe two or three or hopefully maybe even all of our episodes, you get the sense that we're pretty casual about this. You can listen to other space podcasts and they're more technical and that's great too. Um, and heck, I do. Yeah, I, I do too. But. Um, that that's why we kind of make it an effort to set ourselves apart yeah. as being like a unique podcast that is just more casual and just excitement based rather than yeah beer based yeah. excitement based excitement based fun beer, fact based yeah <laughs> excitement based beer fueled yeah beer fueled we'll see where it takes us i mean it's that's one of those things in life where it's like oh i'll just start doing well, let's do this it'll be fun let's you know and then one thing leads to another. You never know. Um, yeah. And biggest thing is that we're having fun doing it, and it's a fun little little hobby to have. And uh, and who knows, like down the road, yep. even a few few episodes down the road, you never know what we'll uh, what we'll be doing. But um, and one other thing that we wanted to kind of talk about too is potentially um, doing some merchandise. That's we, right. If you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, and we'll kind of shout those out at the end here, but. Actually, I think we do in the interview, but um, we printed off a couple of t-shirts yeah. recently, and they turned out really good. Yeah, they turned out pretty good. Well, we'll make uh, I think there's a few little adjustment adjustments that we're gonna do, but um, they turned out pretty good. I think 
um, you know, I, I like our little logo on the front, and yeah, we got some some little things that we have on there. But we're thinking about you know potentially um, making more down down the road. But uh, I think um, you know if one of the ideas that we had was uh, to try to see um, if we could potentially get um, some feedback from people through Twitter yeah. uh, or Instagram or something. Um, and one of the ideas that we had actually was to maybe do a little contest as far as, um, I don't know, maybe like a, send us a image uh, like from the Eclipse or send yeah. us uh, whatever it is, maybe even a fact uh, for the next month to talk about or mm-hmm. something like that, like a topic or something like that to talk Some about. Some sort it. of prompt. Yeah, yeah. and uh, whatever, you know... We're talking about it currently, so we'll yeah. see what we want to do. But we yep. um, we'll be sharing another photo of the T-shirt, um, and then we can kind of go from there. And um, once we have a final rendition of it, we can yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and let everyone know. And uh, from from there, we'll we'll do the little contest, I think. But yeah, and then yeah. And, and one thing to mention about that that where we would just be doing that for fun. You know, you might have other people trying to do that for some sort of profit. Like, not we're we're just we're not going to be marking the shirts up. Like, no, that's forty dollars a pop. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. it's just for fun. Um, just to kind of spread the word, and uh, you know, we talked about making some business cards and stuff. So when we go to the brewery, we we'll just throw them all over the place. Yeah, do you like beer? Yeah, do you like beer? Do you like space? That's the face of the uh, business card will say, "Do you like beer?" And then we said the back would yeah. say, do you like space? And then yeah. someone would be like, yes, and yes. Okay, <laughs> cool. I need to check this out. Yeah. Um, so just something or... fun. Yeah, just something fun for sure. And, and uh, But yeah, so so that'll be coming down the pipeline, hopefully, as well. And then we also have, I know we have some more interviews coming up too, even just with friends uh, or people that we know. Um, my good friend Matt down in Florida um, is a microbiologist, and so... We're going to have an interesting chat about uh, microbiomes maybe that do exist or do potentially exist on the moon even or um, on other planets or something like that. So he's going to be um, uh, down the road here. So yeah, it'll be good. Some stuff in the works. Yeah. The beauty of it is, is, uh, you know, it's like we don't know what we don't know at this point. It's like mm-hmm. the universe. So we're... Uh, we're just floating along in the in the galaxy right now. We're just yep. doing this podcast, so we'll see what happens. But that's just the way we roll. We just, we just kind of, you know. Yep. By the seat of our pants. By the seat doing. of our pants with it. We, we got to be fluid, like we've <laughs> mentioned many times, many times with yep. uh, chasing eclipses. You got to be fluid, and with this podcast, you got to be fluid. So you never know. Next month we might have a connection somewhere, and somebody's like, "Heck yeah, these guys! Yeah, you know, we want to talk to them or something like that." But. Um, and well, that could yeah. be Buzz Aldrin for crying out loud. Who knows? Yep. But you never know. You never really know. But yeah, when we write our book, when we get back from Patagonia, yeah, we'll call it the Patagonian Eclipse: Staying Fluid. Yeah. <laughs> or well, that one's gonna be real, real fluid because. Woo. Yeah. I mean, we're going down. How to chase an eclipse? Yeah. Step one. Yeah. Make sure you're being fluid. Coleman beer. Koozie. Yeah. Check. <laughs> Absolutely. But that's what you need. Stay do you have a koozie yeah. in your back pocket and are you willing to stay fluid? Yeah. <laughs> if you can do those two things then you can be in a close chaser too. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all in good fun. It's all in good fun. And then to to of course get back to the root of the podcast, which is spreading enthusiasm about space. 
And speaking of space, one thing that we did want to just chat about for the last, I don't know, five or so minutes before we kick it over to Brady would be uh, what do you think or where do you think Starman is right now? The SpaceX Falcon Heavy payload, which was the Tesla uh, Roadster and Starman sitting inside. If it was a real person, what would what would he be thinking right now? He'd probably yeah. be going insane because it's just black everywhere around him. Yeah, yeah. I'd, that's one of those pure darkness. I don't even. I wouldn't even like know where to begin because. Yeah, I. No one's ever been in that situation where you're sitting in a convertible, flying yeah, flying out of this towards another planet. So, but uh, I would probably be if I would. Open cockpit. Um, I mean, let alone like I would be scared if I was in a absolute like a capsule. But uh, yeah. it would be it'd be terrifying. I'd, yeah. I think that's that's the word I would dis- use to describe it. I'd be I'd be so scared. And even if you if you think of like if that actually was a payload like a capsule, and there was just one guy in it or girl, that would be terrifying. Like even mm-hmm. if you were well trained, like this is the mission. You know you're gonna be alone in a capsule by yourself for however many months or year, whatever. But just like when you, all the training that could prepare you, I still would think that you get out there and you're like, yeah, nothing can prepare you. Oh my gosh. No simulator can prepare you for, I mean, even like the guys in Apollo, that was their, you know, they, they ran the simulator, they knew the systems inside and out, but then they go and nothing prepares you for what you're actually seeing. Yeah. And that would be the biggest thing for me is like actually what I'm seeing um, and not necessarily being alone, but all the surroundings and, you know, the fact that I'm just in space floating, um, that would be freaky. But one thing I was thinking about, I thought would have been cool is if they would have just somehow had a, like a camera rolling and yeah. we, you could follow it, but they send them instead of Mars, they send them to the moon. Yeah. That would be that cool. That would have been cool. If they would have had like an HD camera still going or all those all those GoPros still going somehow. But there is a website called whereisroadster.com. Um, and it has some, it's just, it has nothing to do with SpaceX. It's not an official website. And it's it it definitely says it right when you, when you log into it. But um, it's just a fellow fan of the, of what's going on with that. And um, he's done probably a, ridiculous amount of math and trajectories and all sorts of stuff but essentially what you get is a good representation of where this payload is Mm -hmm. um there's some simulated views which are pretty cool because he actually has like a model of the you can actually do like a screensaver mode of like just where it's at right now and it's a 3d model so kind of give you a good idea of what it might look like Mm -hmm. um Close approaches is neat, so you get to see for Mars, the Sun, Earth, those three um, celestial bodies, how, when it's going to be closest, furthest away, uh, and it'll give you the exact dates and how close. So, pretty interesting. Yeah. Cool that this got put together. It just goes to show you how much hype Falcon Heavy had behind it. If people are going out. And doing this kind of stuff on the side, yeah, uh, spending time on other day to design websites like this. Well, same with like the Eclipse. I mean, you, there's Eclipse apps um, mm-hmm. for you know in iTunes and all that, and I happen to have both of them. But 
or two of them. Uh, there's there's multiple, but I have two of them. I have uh, an Eclipse folder on my like a uh, app folder with oh, like yeah. multiple ones inside. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some great ones out there. Yeah, there, there's some like stuff like that. I mean, that's that's great. People are going out and doing that. I mean, I don't know who has the time to do that, but yeah, this, um, this guy. It's it's pretty cool to see the following that comes along with all this kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's you know like we talked about in the last podcast, the excitement. That's that's the new sort of uh the new age of the space race kind of deal um yeah. which is it's a big deal and uh and i think you know stuff like this it, like that's what i mean like I, i'm surprised that we couldn't there i'm sure they could have but it wasn't a priority uh launching the rocket was a priority but i'm sure they could have had this camera going mm-hmm. for a lot longer but i think yeah. it was just a matter of like prior priorities with yeah. the launch and all that so this is just the um, cherry on top of the yeah it was kind of shake. a yeah a, a, an added bonus to have a cool roadster up there but um more people than not that are just gonna get excited about it for like two days and then just oh, whatever you know they're back mm-hmm. to whatever they're doing but um i think it would have been really cool even if they like i said they went to the moon with it or something like that would have been cool but yeah yeah yeah, it's a uh, it's a neat website. The founder or the creator of it is a guy named Ben Pearson. It says he's the founder of Old Ham Media, whatever that is. Yeah. But hey, we should get Ben Pearson on. We'll reach out. Yeah, that yeah. would be neat to see. Like, how does he do all these calculations, and you know, where where did his inspiration come for doing this? Yeah. He's got even a swag store. You can buy where is Roadster gear. Yeah. Um, you have a cool I uh, do. new coffee cup. I have now. a coffee cup that uh, a mug from yeah. my good friend Chandler. Uh, shout out to him. It's a, a Starman coffee mug with a with a picture of Starman on it. Yeah, very clean, clean, classy looking mug, and uh, cannot wait to sport it at my daily job because it's gonna <laughs> be awesome. Yeah, one thing I saw there was a that like. Uh, painting or whatever it was of yeah. the Starman, like sitting on the hood of the Roadster on Mars. Yeah, smoking a cigarette yeah, or smoking, something. Like uh, drinking coffee and or something like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> that was cool. I, that'd be really cool to you know get a poster like that. But you know, add to my collection of I got old newspapers from Apollo and all that framed. Yep. It'd be fun to put in the man cave at some it would point. Be. But yeah, yeah. So that was a cool surprise uh, from Chandler, a good uh, a good friend of mine. Someone who's passionate about space as well. Uh, he was he was one of the uh, three other guys that went to space camp with me back in the day. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll get him on here one day. Fellow NASCAR fan too. Yeah, so. yeah, fellow NASCAR. I don't know if we've talked about NASCAR on this podcast at all. It's not a better time to start, really. Yeah. I mean, it's so, start yeah. of the season just Daytona. happened, and we're uh, you know the last. I mean, you guys have been going for you know this will be the seventh year. Seventh year, but yeah, and I've gone. I went when I was real little, uh, and then uh, the last couple of years with you guys. Yeah, so, but so, it's yeah. oh yeah, it's a it's a it's a new Fun summer uh, tradition for me now, um, and yep. uh, looking forward to it because we come up with some crazy yeah we do. crazy games and some we won't mention our game here because it's you know copyright uh, reasons, but uh, we don't want anyone to steal our idea. Yeah, but, it's a uh, secret game at this point. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll franchise it. But, yeah, we probably will. But yeah, NASCAR is a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, we, it's it's just a good time. So we have some mutual friends in in Chandler, for for example, who's into Space and, and NASCAR. So yeah. we'll get him on here one day. We'll talk We'll talk some space. We'll talk some 
NASCAR racing. Yep. Boogity boogity. And uh, that'll be good. So we'll, we'll get him down the pipeline, too. We even talked about doing a uh, podcast at NASCAR, potentially. I think we probably <laughs> will. <laughs> potentially. Uh, maybe a little bonus episode. It, it might need to be done. Yep. Get some interviews from fellow campers around us. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah that might be <laughs> that might be necessary. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll make that a priority. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah. So that that's just to kind of give you a general overview of where the podcast is has been and where it's going, and just kind of shooting the breeze for a little while here before we get to the main act, which is the yep. an interview with Brady. That is uh, upcoming. So we, we shout out the podcast at the end as far as our social media uh, alongside him and you and, and his as well. But um, if you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Eclipse on Tap. And then our website is EclipseOnTap.space. So give us a shout out. Um, you can find all the episodes or subscribe on the website as well. And that'll kick you right to the Apple page. Um, or if you're a SoundCloud listener, that will be there as well for you as a resource. Yep, and um, we hope that you, we we genuinely hope that you enjoyed the interview with Brady. We had a lot of fun doing it, and um, we hope to bring him back on the show eventually. You know, after he does the next big launch, yep, uh, and has the the cool photo again. So so uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll uh, catch you next month. Um, and just following the break music, you'll hear us again. Yep. See ya. See you later. So joining us now on Eclipse on Tap is Brady Keniston, a wedding, portrait, and rocket launch photographer from Bay City, Michigan. Welcome to the podcast, Brady. Thanks for having me, guys. We're really happy to have you on and uh, excited to hear about your Falcon Heavy launch experience and your other launches that you've been to and uh, yeah. and uh, shot some awesome photos of. So, um, yeah. What really, what really, I mean, obviously looking at your, your photos from Falcon Heavy uh, and kind of the hype that they received, mm-hmm. you obviously have a, a, bit, a lot of talent in, the, in, that, uh, in that game. So what kind of sparked your interest in photography in general? Uh, I'm not really totally sure. I, uh, I started out kind of shooting um, those dumb short, short films kind of as a, a young like uh, middle school or something with my parents' uh, mini DV camera, um, just kind of throwing tapes in there and editing stuff in, in the Windows Movie Maker. Uh, but I kind of got away from that as I got into high school. Um, ended up doing more of like plays and musicals and everything. Nice. Uh, but cool. then I got kind of back into into photography um, when I got a camera for I think my junior year Christmas. Uh, I, I, I my first DSLR, a, like a Nikon D thirty one hundred, and uh, from there I kind of just it, it kind of just took off um, after I got out of high school. Um, I went to school for guitar building, but uh, that didn't really super work out for me. So. I started the business um, probably about six months after I graduated high school, and I've been in business ever since. I'm uh, 22 now. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the, the what caused the, do you, have you always had an interest in space then? Or is it something that you, uh, I mean, or rocket launches? Because, I mean, I could, we go to your website, this first thing we looked at um, when, when we saw your photo, and it's, you know, it's, you know, uh, weddings and all that kind of stuff. So what, what sparked the interest? Is it just something you've always been interested in, uh, that you really kind of wanted to, uh, photograph or was it just something out of the blue that came up? 
Uh, I never really kind of set a goal to go shoot rocket launches. Um, I've I've been super in, in, into space for a long time, um, probably since two or three years old. Um, I guess one of my really one of my first memories is is uh, um, kind of hearing that Columbia had had uh, had burned up in the atmosphere um, back when I was in uh, kindergarten or first grade somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really set the goal to go shoot rocket launches, but uh, I, I had a a, a week open up. I was supposed to go shoot a, shoot a wedding in Alaska, um, but that got moved to July. Uh, so I, I had a week open up and realized that there was a SpaceX launch down there. Um, it, was, it was in about 2016, I believe. Um, and just kind of went down there and uh, shot my first launch. J- uh, just kind of a passion project uh, for fun thing. And it uh, kind of snowballed from there. Caught the bug. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And so yeah. we noticed, uh, I mean, in, in looking at your Falcon Heavy launch, photos and we'll, we'll definitely ask you some questions about those uh, <laughs> sure. but um that you were you were taking photos for a website called nasaspaceflight.com is that yeah. something that just kind of came up or is that kind of a, a continued gig like that you are looking forward to maybe working uh, with them in the future uh yeah so i've shot uh at this point i think 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 three launches for them i've seen five launches in total um all spacex launches nice um, okay so, uh, uh, so I, sh- I shot that first launch in may 2016 um, the, and then the next launch I, I ended up photographing was um, SCS-10, which was the first reflight of a SpaceX booster. Um, I kind of went down there uh, just for fun, um, but knew, I knew that, knew that it was a, a big deal in, in the spaceflight community, obviously. Um, so I was down there for the, for, for the static fire test, and I ended up sending over some photos to, to uh, one of their editors. Um, and uh, they, they liked him apparently en- enough to, um, on the next launch I saw, I kind of just asked if I could get credentials to go shoot a launch um, and a up a I put cameras on the launch pad and do all the, f- the, f- the fun stuff that press do. Um, and it kind of just w- went from there. Uh, it, I was surprised how easy it was just to uh, get them to say yes. That's but awesome. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. worked out really, really well. So, so leading up to Falcon Heavy, uh, you had kind of worked your way up to um, acquiring those types of credentials to have, uh, it looked like you had some remote photo uh, cameras set up around very close to the launch yeah. pad. Yep. Um, and where where were you shooting from as far as in the vicinity of Cape Canaveral uh, for uh, the Falcon Heavy launch? So there, uh, for press, there was there's three or four, three or four viewing lo- viewing locations. Uh, one at the main press site with the big blue clock. Um, one on top of the the VAB roof, and then there's a place called the NASA Causeway that's um, within Cape Canaveral, but it's um, a bit farther away from the from the actual launch pad that Falcon Heavy uh, took off from. Um, I I well I. I really wanted to shoot from the top of the VAB roof because that was the closest spot, so that's the coolest spot. Um, that's mm-hmm. where I shot CRS-13 from, but uh, ended up choosing the causeway just because it was closer to landing, and uh, that, en- that ended up being the the complete right choice. I got to see the perfect view of, of Falcon Heavy launching from there, um, as well as being two and a half miles or three, or three miles away from actual booster landing. Um, I think I was about six miles away from launch, so it was, it was, a, it was a bit farther than, than I had I'd normally been. Um, but ended up being like like, like the perfect spot just to see everything um, from launch to landing. And did did you end up having? It looked like uh, based on the photos that you had, um, you had a couple maybe remote cameras somewhere else uh, yeah. positioned in different places. Then, yeah. So um, along with um, actually shooting the launch uh, from uh, 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 six miles away, um, usually about a day before we get to go down there. Um, I have four ro- uh, four remote cameras. They're all sound triggered. Uh, so we go down there. Um, there's about four or five spots we can be, that we can set cameras down. Um, and so I had um, two near the hangar, um, and then two more kind of just just uh, spread out around there. Uh, the mm-hmm. closest being about 1,400 feet away, and the farthest being about 2,500 feet away. 
Okay. And did you have any kind of outline in your head or like a map in your head like all right this is the spot that i want to have this camera or is it just something you kind of walked around got a feel for it you're like this would be a good shot i obviously i'm not a photographer <laughs> yeah. so i don't really know but is that uh, yeah is that something you kind of thought about ahead of time or is it totally yeah, yeah. so uh there, there was about about a um three or four photographers working with nasa space flight uh, for this launch obviously this was a, a gigantic launch for both space flight community and just the normal public um so about about uh, about a week before uh, we, we ended up going through all of our lists, um, we didn't know where our locations were going to be. Uh, I, I knew of three of the locations um, from a, a previous launch that I shot, but I wasn't sure if, if all of them were, were going to be open. Um, so we kind of just uh, laid down groundwork for, okay, what coverage do we want? Um, where's where's going to be the best stuff for um, the, the engine shot that I wanted to get and then stuff for the main article and everything as well? Um, yeah, so it was about a week before we we, we just kind of sat down and went through every single possibility that that, that we could possibly uh, think of, That's and awesome. uh, it it was crazy. We were I was pacing around my room, just super nervous, <laughs> trying to figure out everything I could think of, but yeah. it uh, ended up working out really well. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's I just can't like I don't know. The first thing I thought of when I saw like some of your photos is just I mean I just dream of actually going there to mm -hmm. Pad 39A and actually seeing all of that and taking a tour of everything, but. I can't imagine being able to go walk around and, and map out where I'm going to put my cameras yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> vehicle assembly buildings right there. Like, that would just blow my mind. I don't even know what I'd do. But, um, yeah, that's that's got to be quite the experience just doing that. Um, and then oh. on top of that, you know that it's one of the biggest launches that we've, you know, we've had in, in quite some time. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's, it's always surreal, like, driving your car into Kennedy Space Center, seeing the, seeing the VAB five miles away, and then and you start driving towards it, and you're, you're pretty much right at the base of it when you're actually at the press site. Um, so kind of seeing all the history that's there. Um, at, at the previous launch, actually, uh, I had to go walk um, on the actual pad of 39B. Um, so so there's, a, there's a little plaque down there and a little a button that just says 39B, and you can imagine all the history that's been there. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah. seeing all of, all of that just as this weird twenty two uh, a twenty two year old kid from Michigan that shouldn't be shouldn't be anywhere near that kind of stuff was, <laughs> yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, well, it's it's just like one of those things in life where you're, you know, you can't you probably you know standing there and you can't even believe you're actually on the launch pad or something like that where you're like I you yeah. know I never thought that you know for the, in my wildest dreams I'd be standing on a <laughs> rocket launch pad you know you know just that's just what I would think I mean there's those little experiences in your life where you're like what how did I get here? But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the, that's 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 pretty much the whole time that I'm down there. Yeah. Like every single day, you yeah. can't believe you're there. It's it's fantastic. That's cool. So now the Falcon Heavy, obviously, the you know, as you know, you were there, but um, as our listeners know as well, was a extremely hyped up launch, and for good reason. Mm -hmm. um, now the photo that you captured of of the of the boosters up close with your remote camera. Mm -hmm. Um, what what were you thinking when you maybe got the SD card or the memory card out of that camera and started looking through those photos, like and and just seeing how amazing they came out? It's uh, it was kind of surreal. It was it com a completely unreal to to um make that image kind of come to life. Uh, about a month and a half earlier, I I went down and shot CRS thirteen um and, and got a similar photo, just kind of test out the settings, test out everything uh, beforehand because I wasn't really sure how how well it was going to work out. Um, because uh, taking the, that kind of photo is, is is pretty much pushing cameras to the limit. Um, I should sh I should actually show you the the um, before and after uh, the the uh, raw edit because it's just completely dark yeah. 
except for the the um, engine plume, and then you got to brighten everything up. But seeing it for the first time and, and, and seeing the edit, um, I think my tweet actually to to uh, Chris B for NASA Spaceflight is like, "Oh my God, I can't believe I got this." Yeah, and yeah, uh, I think I saw that. Yeah, and like I, that's on Elon Musk's uh, Twitter feed now, and that was the exact reaction that I had. I just couldn't believe that I had taken that shot. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. we were, that was something we wanted to ask you too. Is <laughs> you probably have this moment where you you open up that that image and start tweaking it and you're just thinking, wow, this is insane. <laughs> then to post it and to, to be, I think, I don't know if this is true, correct me if I'm wrong, but at least one of the only photos from that day to have been retweeted and shouted out by Elon. Yeah, there, um, there was me and and, and uh, one other friend that got that got uh, the the uh, Elon seal of approval, I guess. Um, yeah, the yeah, official stamp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and uh, just being just being this kid that kind of came from from nowhere near rockets, it it was a completely surreal experience for me. That's that's too yeah. cool. And and that, that photo still, I mean. I think, you know, I, I remember emailing you like that day and being asking, you know, even before we had set up this, this chat, um, mm-hmm. like, how can I, how can I buy this? How can I, how can I buy this? For I a want print? that. Yeah. We, we need to print this out and have it. Yeah. yeah um, just cause just the way that it's captured and the framing of it, everything. And it's just, it's an amazing photo. And then to think, you know, you had so many other photos as well. So while those remote cameras are going off, you yourself are, are shooting some incredible photos. You had some really nice ones coming uh, from the boosters landing, the simultaneous simultaneous mm-hmm. landing. What was that like? Uh, just hearing that and seeing that live. Yeah. So, uh, all the other launches that that I've seen have been from about three miles away or so. So I, I was I was about double the distance for this one, but um, mm-hmm. with uh, essentially three Falcon nines going off at once, it didn't really matter. Um, that that sound still still uh, shook the ground and everything uh, shook me and, and everything around it. Um, but uh, yeah, seeing seeing that actually come off the pad and it didn't explode like we thought it was going yep. to, uh, and, and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then go through booster separation um, was incredible. Um, and then w- as the the boosters kind of come down, streaking through the clouds, um, you see these just these Statue of Liberty sized things just essentially coming straight for your head. You're three miles away, but it still looks like they're coming straight for you. Um, and then y- you see the the engines kick on and they essentially almost kind of stop stop in midair. There's uh, I, I wish I had video of it from from where I was standing, but watching the boosters come down and land perfectly, um, nearly w- within like a second of each other, um, right. was yeah. the most sci-fi thing that I could have ever imagined yeah. seeing. Um, <laughs> we had thought that that it was going to be kind of staggered in their landings um, by like 15 or 20 seconds just to um, get rid of any 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 turbulence with uh, sonic booms or whatever is, is going on up there but uh, they ended up being exactly like the the, the simulation that uh, spacex had put out years earlier yeah that's uh, that's one of like you basically took the words out of my mouth it's just absolutely surreal i couldn't i can't imagine standing there and there's two you almost feel like you're in star wars and like vader's gonna walk out on one of the rockets or <laughs> yeah. something it's like exactly it's, it's crazy like uh, the technology we have like and i just to go back to the talking about the photo i mean i'll just go ahead and just call it the photo but <laughs> like that's i you that's a picture like when i first saw that i'm like that's gonna be on like time magazine or something like that yeah. you know like that's that's just one of those things you like one of those photos you'd expect to see on that but um yeah just I can't imagine we listened to or we watched like there was a couple of YouTube videos out there of the actual launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how I like for you in your shoes. I don't know if I was in your shoes, how I would keep my cool and keep focused on, you know, getting the right shot yeah, when the there's when the launches <laughs> like even us at the eclipse, we were going like nuts, like, you know, 
we're like dogs like running around in circles <laughs> and you know we're just getting excited for the moment and we had these you know our stupid gopros attached <laughs> to us and everything oh, and yeah going bonkers and um we got you know we got some cool stuff but it's like at the same time it's hard to focus on like we want to get like a picture or something mm -hmm. like that and matt actually ended up getting a cool photo but um just yeah i how did how do you I mean you're there for your uh, job obviously mm -hmm. so that makes it a little bit easier to stay focused but is it with all the, the actual launch going on is it something where you're you know put us in your shoes were you focused purely on taking the photo of the launch or were you semi taking it all in at the same time it's it's hard it's hard to uh really take in the launch when you're well it, it, it it's, it's it's hard to comprehend what's going on um when you're trying to focus on getting good shots, making sure n nothing's shaking around too crazily or anything, but um, there's 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 a, there's a period during launch be uh, between like t plus thirty seconds and like um, I don't know probably t plus one minute or so where I where I kind of just uh, stop taking pictures and and, j and just watch it go up because um, mm -hmm. as anyone will tell you when they see when they they see, see the first launch um, it's significantly brighter than you would ever imagine it, it's mm -hmm. it's like it's like staring into the sun almost um, mm -hmm. it's it, it's like um h hard to describe i guess would be the best 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 way to to put it but um yeah i'm there for a job so i kind of need to um get the photos get everything right. get everything out there so um yep. and i guess i am viewing the launch through a 600 millimeter lens so i i'm I, i'm seeing it closer but it's not like seeing it in real life i guess um mm -hmm. so it's 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 kind of hard to separate yourself from that but uh, all in all um going back and looking at the photos, you kind of um, get to re get to relive everything um, a few more times. So I'm I'm not too too sad that I the, that I missed out on sections of the launch um, in order to capture those kind of photos. Yeah, oh, I'm sure there's bigger bigger things coming your way as far as you know, launches <laughs> go too for you know taking photography and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think that's that's just the coolest thing. I can't imagine being there like that would have been. I was at work and I was watching. Uh, you know, secretly <laughs> on on you or on, on the link on YouTube or on the uh, SpaceX uh, website, um, but I was like, it's like dead silent in the office. And I'm like trying to like jump out of my seat. I'm like going crazy, but I can't imagine actually being there. That's that's awesome. Yeah, well, actually, I I was um, right in front of four SpaceX employees, and they were freaking out, giving me, giving me <laughs> really awesome. high fives and everything. It, it was it was such yeah. a great way to celebrate that kind of thing. That's too cool. So so with this launch, and I'm sure you know, the immediate flux of, of uh, popularity towards your, your social media accounts for all these photos <laughs> and things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you do you see yourself, um, you know, what does the horizon look like for, for future launches? Um, will you continue to, uh, you know, make attempts to go down uh, for future SpaceX launches and, and other and other launches as well? Sure, yeah. So, um, actually, the, the sales of prints on, on that photo, as long uh, as well as um, all the other photos from Falcon Heavy, have kind of paid my way for three or four more SpaceX trips. That's um, awesome! Nice. Year or so, so it's been, it's been incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm uh, working with uh, a a company called Rocket Lab. Um, they want to get me down to New Zealand to shoot to shoot one of their launches. Um, we're kind of working on that for 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 sometime later in the year. I'm hoping my wedding schedule doesn't uh, interfere, but we'll. We'll, we'll work on that once once it kind of gets closer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, weddings, I'm, rocket launches. <laughs> well, hey, I, mean, I was gonna, I was gonna mention, yeah, I was gonna mention the, the wedding business is a great business to be in. I mean, for photography and all that. Yeah, it it it, it definitely makes a lot of money. Um, it definitely funds my way to get out to, to to more SpaceX launches. But uh, um, 
space flight is definitely kind of my passion and, and I would love to find a way to, to do this full time. And there's, there's very few people that kind of do it full time, but, uh, with, the uh, with kind of the past few weeks and seeing, uh, seeing how that's been for me, I wouldn't mind, uh, trying to push more towards that goal in the next few years and kind of getting away from the normal photography stuff. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, good luck with that. We wish you the best you. In, in that pursuit. <laughs> um, that would be, that'd be pretty awesome to go to a full-time title of rocket launch photographer. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, continuing just, you know, talking about your photos, um, we were, you know, looking at your, at your photos, um, of other launches that you've done. And we did notice that you had some of this summer's eclipse, um, oh, yeah. or, or at least one. Um, so where, where were you viewing that from? Uh, so I was viewing that from, from big rapids. So it's okay. so an hour, hour outside of, of, of grand rapids. I was up, the, up, the, up there shooting the, um, so my old guitar school does a, a thing called Northwoods and all like the best guitar builders in the world come there. Um, so I, so I, I couldn't really miss out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still got a pretty good view of the eclipse. Um, I obviously really wanted to make it down t- for, 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 uh, totality and everything, but I think I'll have to wait until the, uh, until the next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's coming it's, up. It's USA. Hoping so. I guess when's yeah. the next 2024. 2024. Okay. Yeah. So, so you got some time, but, uh, <laughs> nor- next, uh, next one that goes to the U S but, yeah. We're actually planning on uh, we're going to Patagonia for the Chile. next one next next summer oh, wow. actually so uh, oh yeah we're we're all in at this point <laughs> yeah we, we uh, needed <laughs> we needed something uh, so, to kind of fill the, yeah. fill the gap in between yeah. uh, 2024 which is going to be in another another great American eclipse as they mm-hmm. themed this one it will be uh, <laughs> it'll be amazing um, and actually uh, we've talked on this podcast before the the band of totality the actual distance covered and also mm-hmm. the time that totality um, it is kind of, you know, present is going to be doubled. Uh, yep. It's going to be, yeah. a, oh, wow. uh, it's going to be a great one to, to witness. Uh, but we, we were like, we got to get back. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're going, we're planning on yep. going down to Chile next summer, um, oh, wow. to, to witness the, the 2019 eclipse as well. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's funny, you know, listening to you talk about all the, all the effort and the photography and the tech techniques and equipment. And uh, it just, I think it makes us laugh inside about what we had. <laughs> yeah. So, so we actually, we got, like David said, we got a, a pretty good photo, um, but it was with my Canon, uh, Canon point and shoot. Oh, nice. And uh, the way we had set it up really was um, throughout um, the lead up to totality, obviously you need the solar filter and uh, we did not have a solar filter for a camera. <laughs> so we actually just cut our eclipse glasses in half. <laughs> oh, nice. That's awesome. <laughs> it, just taped, it just taped it to the, taped to the it lens. right over the lens. Yep. And it, it worked really, really well. I got a, I got a nice, um, I took a photo maybe once every few minutes, uh, similar to, to what it looked like you had done uh, yeah. for your photo, to kind of get a composite. And then once totality uh, opened up, we, we went ahead and took that, that filter off. And oh, it was just, awesome. it was incredible. And so... That's- um, but it is funny. Like David said, I, I had a GoPro on my head. He had a GoPro on his chest. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. <laughs> running around like crazy people. That's, um, that sounds amazing. It, it was it was cool. But I think both of us would would love to get down to a launch as yeah. well. That's that's our kind of like goal. Like uh, like I talked to my dad, um, and our next goal is kind of like a, the next manned launch. We want to go see. Oh yeah. You know something like that. That would be bucket list. Um, <laughs> And you know, if I could make it my job to go chase eclipses, I'll do that too. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're we're kind of just to you know give you an idea. Like we're we're the type of dudes who are just like we're gonna go to adult space camp and yeah, 
uh, oh, you know, yeah. when we're like 33 or 34 <laughs> years old and yep, see you later. Like that, that's just kind of, that's what we're, we're all about that kind yeah. of stuff. But, um, you know, we're, I don't know. It was kind of like the going to the eclipse kind of just, we, I've always been interested in it. My dad's got a telescope. I have a telescope and we, you know, he, he brought me up, you know, always with the preaching the whole, you know, look up, you know, let's go out let's go look at, look at the comet at 4am or let's go do this kind of stuff. So that's kind of where we're coming from. And, you know, it's just something that just, just blows my mind, like space flight in general. Like I'm, I'm, I love Apollo. I love, you know, the, our, you know, just efforts as human beings, how, what we've done to explore. And I, I, I respect Starman for being on a solo <laughs> journey, all that kind of stuff. But it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just, a, it's a really, really cool thing. And I think, you know, wait, we're just, I think we're, uh, fortunate to have a we're in a time where it's starting to get exciting again and it's starting to get you know people are starting there's i think the the private um you know private sector and the the space flight with like spacex and all that everything that's kind of getting the storms are brewing again and it's it's really getting exciting and i think it's a good time to to i guess uh to be alive yeah to be alive and be Absolutely. be amongst it so yeah it's uh it's it, I, I definitely came into it at the right time uh mm. any any years before this or or after this, I I might have missed the sweet spot. But seeing the, all the all the progression that 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 the SpaceX has made in terms of landing rockets and then reflying rockets and and then I guess launching crew in the next year or so yeah. um, ha, has been uh, an absolute perfect time for for anyone like me to get into this kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, one more quick question about Falcon Heavy. Um, what was the atmosphere post and pre-launch? I guess. Um, Compared to maybe other Falcon 9 launches that you'd been to, even even the one with the with the, um, the recycled booster, mm-hmm. what was it like uh, as far as just the vibe of people, maybe especially post-launch? Sure. Uh, so, well, uh, to to start out, um, for for a Falcon Heavy, well, for normal launches we usually have like 30 or 40 people down there covering launches um, at, at the press site. So not not too many people. For this one, it ended up being like four or 500 people down there. It was it was wow. a, a a complete order of magnitude awesome. more than we than we've ever uh, seen down there. Um, yeah. So so everyone was was incredibly excited. We were obviously terrified that it was going to blow up on the pad <laughs> and and destroy SpaceX's um, man crew dr- um, uh, man flight dreams for the next year or so. Yeah. But uh, obviously everything w- w- went super well. Um, but after everyone was everyone just could not believe that pretty much everything went perfectly. Um, we've uh, we ended up um, celebrating at bars. We got hopping around, going um, as Elon was over at, at um, a bar uh, kind of right next to us where where we were at. So nice, everyone nice. was ev- everyone just was freaking out. We c- we couldn't believe that that not not only did everything work perfectly, the boosters landed. Starman was headed towards Mars. Um, it was it was just infectious. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I yeah. I wish I could have been there. That, that's like one of those things. <laughs> and now that we're, we're getting this firsthand account, it just makes you all the more excited. Like, I think back to like David and I were saying when we were watching just with our, with our earbuds in, just kind of like <laughs> my heart was pounding. I can't even imagine what it was like to be there. But it's, um, it's always it's always scary to, to hear the T minus 10 second countdown. Yeah. Um, hoping everything is everything's going to work. That the, the rocket's actually going to lift off and everything. But uh, once it gets in the air, it's it's. Not only not only super relieving, but uh, just incredible to see. You did you definitely have to make it down for a launch sometime soon. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. got to be a goal. We got to make that a goal for the next. <laughs> oh yeah, within the next two years or three years. Yeah, and you. Oh, how, yeah. So you said you were 
as opposed to uh, prior launches that you had mm -hmm. photographed. So you go back and you, so you were a little, how, how much further away were you compared uh, for this launch then? Uh, so I was, I was uh, um, about double the distance okay. that I normally am. Um, usually I'm about three miles away, either shooting from the, the Kennedy Sp uh, Space Center press site or on top of the VAB roof like I did yeah. for uh, CRS-13. Um, but, but I was um, farther back just because I wanted to be closer to the landing. Right. Um, oh, okay. well, but the main, yeah, the, yeah I got I closer to the landing, so obviously I'm not complaining at all. Um, the, the, the main keep-out zone, though, was exactly as it was for normal um, Falcon 9 launches. I, we thought that, that um, they might uh, be a little bit more strict on that, being a, being a gigantic rocket that could possibly explode as Elon had said, yeah. <laughs> but uh, everything went perfectly. So I can't, yeah. can't really complain. I, uh, I probably, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to being a little bit further away just in case it did anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I think on, we were talking about it in our last podcast, like, and I, I think I heard, um, I think it was a, something on the news or something. Some of the, somebody was getting interviewed and they said, well, do you think it would have really blown up or you think they would have really launched it if they really hadn't, uh, concern for that and mm -hmm. um, I think it was it's kind of 50 50 I, I think just just like Elon kind of said it's sort of 50 50 where mm -hmm. yeah it might yeah it won't but we're confident enough that we're going to launch it yeah. so um, you kind of mm -hmm. have to take that risk you know that's you without you, there's no reward without risk in, in space flight um, and mm -hmm. I mean don't listen to me but that's just that's <laughs> I'm not preaching to everybody here, but that's that's just what it is. But um, oh, for with, sure, with Apollo and everything. But so um, with with the risk that they had to take with that back in the day, I think now is the same kind of deal. Um, but I think right now, I think I, I think deep down he was probably very confident that it would actually take off. It was just a matter of oh, yeah. there was that one thing that could go wrong. But I think <laughs> they played it. Uh, obviously, we saw that long delay anyway. Um, mm -hmm. So I think they played it right, and I, I'm excited. Um, for the, just in, like the next generation of uh, SpaceX that they have going on with yeah. the next rocket. Um, oh, for sure. The BFR. Yeah, the BFR. <laughs> BFR is coming our way, baby. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, I was talking to a friend about that, just trying to figure out um, our plans for, for for when that actually takes off. And I'm 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 I just started thinking about actually getting any engine shots from from that oh, launch with the. With that many engines going and everything, I, I can't even imagine. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, that's that's incredible. <laughs> well, you know, we, we wish you the best, in, like I said, in that pursuit of becoming a full-time rocket launch photographer. That would be amazing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we appreciate you coming out and, and chatting with us for, for a while, um, sharing your passion for space among fellow Michiganders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Got to oh, stick yeah. together point. in this cold yeah. winter. And can we, can, is ever, is your actual, uh, prints, are they still available? Where can people actually order those? Sure. So those are available at BradyKeniston.space. Okay. Those awesome. are all, all, right. all available on there. I think, I think I'll be going on there and getting myself one. Yeah. But yeah. I've had mine right. in the queue. I, just, I have to decide what size I want. I, the, <laughs> the bigger, the better. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, and, and for those of, of uh, you listening to our podcast, uh, if you're a new listener, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Eclipse on Tap and on Instagram at Eclipse on Tap as well. We also share a dot .space domain name. Uh, our website is eclipseontap.space, and uh, you can visit us there. And then, Brady, uh, did you want to shout out your where, where people can find you on Twitter or, or, or Instagram? Sure. So I'm at The Favoritist on Twitter and Brady Keniston on Instagram. 
Awesome. So go ahead and follow Brady if you haven't seen his photo already. Uh, it is phenomenal. It's going to get you excited, especially if you're into <laughs> rocket launch uh, photography or photography in general, really. It's, it's quite a spectacle. So uh, again, well, thanks for coming on, and uh, you know, maybe we'll chat with you again after you shoot the BFR launch. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Oh, yeah, man. Let's stay in touch. <laughs> Thank you. All right. See ya. See ya.